Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the Red Men TV. It is the instant match reaction. Liverpool beat Burnley by two goals to nil. Uh, I am Ross Channing, joined once again by a little legend, the lovely man that is Errol Smith. Nice one, thank you. It's all right to talk through this game. Um, lots of positive things to talk about, Errol. How how nice. Pure um, We're going to go through all these talk points, get your comments and thoughts uh, in the chat as well. We'll come to some of them of you listening um, and you're part of the Discord group going there because I've got that tab open and ready for you. If you're not in the Discord group, YouTube comments fine. Don't worry about YouTube is fine. Um, I want to start with um, early kickoff. Errol, the crowd seemed right up for it. It's a nice touching tribute. Um, you put in brackets there, rebuilding the fortress. And something we kind of touched on before the game. Of, I'm not sure whether it was out of hope or just me being excited for the game. Of normally when you hear Burnley half twelve kickoff, I think your reaction during that game was just bleh. Because that's what you're thinking, oh, yeah, they'll just... How do you get yourself yeah. up for that one? How do you get yourself up for it? And it'll be 10, 15 minutes of, oh, great football, and it'll be like Burnley just time-wasting, being being aggressive, whatever else. But I think, obviously, we've been having fans back in after 530-odd days. It was at Anfield. Obviously, they were the team that broke our record. Um, but I also happen to think that I think the way that they were playing and they kind of resorted into, uh, as Klopp's just called it in his post-match conference, um, go, go and watch wrestling, if you like those challenges. I think that played into the crowd and the players, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I think, and I think they fed off that. And I think the the crowd kind of sometimes dictates the energy and the intensity that we approach our games with. And you could tell that from the first 10, 15 minutes almost. It was quite frantic. There wasn't a lot of control from either side. I think Burnley decided... It wasn't really long ball football, but he was, he was trying to just beat that midfield. He was yeah. trying to knock it, get early balls past that midfield and just try and get up to their you know their target guys up front. Uh, I think the guy you mentioned was... It, who was it though, on the wing? Barnes. But, no, oh, McNeil. McNeil, yeah. 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 I think he, he probably posed their, their biggest threats with some of his runs uh, down our right-hand side with Trent and stuff like that. But I think once the, the lads kind of... Got grew in confidence and got past that. It was like, all right, yeah, we're good. They had, I think, the first twenty minutes they probably had flashes of goal, whereas we didn't. Yeah. And then I think we kind of started to grow into the game. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of from from what I could tell, and obviously we couldn't hear the sound when we was doing a watch along. It just seemed as if we was trying to build that momentum and build that fortress again, starting the foundations crowd feeding that confidence from themselves into the players and you know we, we started to knock on the door shortly after yeah I think it's also really important you know we mentioned this in a, in a few shows so apologies if, if I'm repeating myself but for the likes of Kostas Simikas in particular Harvey Elliott in fact in fact two of the players that stood out um, there's three or four others that you can mention in there but obviously they've not really played in front of a full Anfield before or certainly not a Premier League 
a full Premier League game. Costa Simicast played four minutes last season in the Premier League. Harvey Elliott was away with, with Blackburn, Blackburn, so he, he hadn't done it. I know he's played some um, Carabao Cup games. I think one was against Arsenal with a full yeah. crowd. But, you know, being back at Anfield with a full crowd, the expectancy being high, Liverpool having the, the, the team's the members back that they've kind of got, I think those lads thrived off it. Not only did they, thr- they, did, they thrive off it, they didn't shrink under it either. Yeah, well, I, I was half expecting that because... They've probably been pumping themselves up to 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 live through that atmosphere and to live that experience for a while now, and some of them have been denied, you know, cruelly just due to circumstances that are far beyond anybody's control. But they relished the opportunity as soon as the the opportunity presented itself. They was right up for it, and you can't ask for really much more than that from your players. You you know, you get the opportunity to play at a full packed Anfield crowd. You want to leave everything on the pitch and make sure that that's what yeah. you do. You blood, sweat, and tears. It all goes into those ninety minutes, and those lads will be able to dust themselves off tonight and be like, "I put a shift in," and be proud of the performance. So yeah. it just bodes well because, in terms of building that momentum from the start of the season, you want to start as you mean to go on. And Burnley could have presented us a banana skin today, and straight away there would have been question marks about, "Oh, are they really title contenders? Is is it going to be the same old story with those low block sides?" If Burnley. I'm wrong. I'm not saying that they didn't perform well. They, they came and was combative and they came to do what they did. But if they would have got any joy out of that, even if it would have been a one-one, you, you know, and and that would have how the game would have finished. Just been a bit sick in my mouth there. All thanks. Well, no, but <laughs> if, when when you're looking at it in a bigger picture, in on another team, if they would have punished us for some of those sloppier moments yeah. in the first 10, 15 minutes, and it's us having to find our way back into the game, and they push themselves back deeper and deeper and sink into their own goal, they set a template for all the low yeah. block sides and they set the, the blueprint really for how part of the season can go whereas you, the other teams have still got we haven't conceded the goal yet yeah. I know it's only been 180 minutes of footy been played but you haven't got no one's got the answers yeah. for this def- getting through and this defence or past this keeper at the minute and equally Liverpool didn't have those options yeah. they're on the bench yeah. we'll, mix them, we'll mix them up and do something different I want to, want to stick with Harvey Elliott because you made a couple of really good points in, during the show of him being you know being an unknown quantity or being that, you know, everyone's been screaming out for a creative midfielder. Like, we've had them, I've said this loads of times, we've had them in Ox and Cater. They've just been injured and haven't played. Yeah. Equally last season, we all know the issues that we kind of had. But for him to come in ahead of Thiago in, in that game, he got, he didn't get bullied, but I think you pointed out, you know, if you've, seen eight, if, you've seen, if you've seen an 18-year-old play, who's not played a Premier League game of football and you're Burnley, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll let him we'll let him know yeah. that we're here. And it's, it's a cliche, but he stood up to that and he's having the crowd in there going, you know, I know you said this other week, if something goes wrong or a pass doesn't work out or you get the right idea, whatever. Being put on the floor constantly and picking yourself back up, I know when we went in there today, the crowd will appreciate that. I'm going, fuck, come on, lad, let's go, let's go win. Yeah, and yeah. They, they, they've got you back. Yeah. The crowd having you back in that moment, yeah. you said, you know... And they, <laughs> so you got uh, into a fight with 54,000 of people, essentially. It, yeah. Exactly, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's like, come on, then it's us in the Red Army. Yeah. And, and I think for a, a young lad like him, having that kind of presence of that atmosphere just kind of, like sparing you on every time you you play a nice pass, you drive with the ball. Even when you're getting taken out and you're getting bouncing back up, your adrenaline just pumps. It's like you're almost in a fighting situation anyway. And I think from a, a young player's perspective, you've just got to commend them for the balls that the young lad showed to get up and deliver on the pitch. You know, it, we, we've said it before with these young players, it's not an easy task to make a name for, you, name for yourself in the Premier League. You know, he had moments where, I wouldn't say his gameplay is similar to, to Jack Grealish, but in terms of how much he just draws the files in, because he is such an unknown, I think they targeted it as, there's not much weakness in this Liverpool squad, but in terms of physicality, we know where men compared to him and he's a boy. Let's try and use that as our advantage. And 
it didn't work because he was winning free kicks for us in the right area. He was, he was, you know, he was showing his strength towards it in, when he was coming back and defending as well. So from my perspective, it, it just boded well for him in in terms of how he was able to perform and just hold his head up. It's a compliment to his game, the fact that they had to resort into fouling him to, yeah. to, to, to try and deal with him. I think it's a, it's a really good point that you're making there. And again, you know, his overall game of we're talking about creative midfielders and stuff like that. But movement's one thing that I picked up on Liverpool in, in pre-season and having the bodies that we kind of got available to us, where we like give it to the front three. But because of the bodies that we had last season, it was like, whoa, 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 let's just, let's all hang back yeah, a bit. Whereas yeah. you're seeing triangles of play between Trent, Seller and, and Elliot on the other side, Keita, Simicast and Mane. But then like, Jota comes deep, but Simicast will go forward, or Keita will go forward, but on the other side, Harvey Elliott. Like, I don't know how much ground he covered, but they did a little touch map. on 72 on BT, touches, 77 touches before. or something before. And it's like, you can, you can easily be swallowed by those games and kind of go under the radar. But again, it's, you know, it's a testament to him and what he does. But I think he was part of the, the whole squad of, you know, you mentioned the chances before that, that Burnley had kind of gotten behind and to to an extent I think that's controlled by our high line and the way that we play they were offside a couple of times they, yeah. they, they caused issues right when they ran into the box and I think the Dice is trying to say it's a penalty it's, it's just clearly it's not. not but one thing that you know that stuck out for me is the tempo that Liverpool played and I think this is this persona of Liverpool that we play heavy metal football Liverpool certainly didn't do it last so season so measured yeah, but we didn't play heavy metal football last season because we, we couldn't. The season before, we didn't. It was 2-1, 1-0, whatever, we'll do that. But the measure performance, and I think Navigator was you know, the epitome of that, of going, well, I'll just stay with the ball here. I'll wait for someone to make a run. If they don't, I'll go past them. You know, Liverpool were able to control the ball. Or, you know, if Burnley went pressing, we'll keep hold of it for 10, 15 minutes. It wasn't like gung-ho, let's all kind of go for it. But it, by our time, wear them out physically and mentally. got to a point where they just they threw in a load of fouls because... They were chasing shadows. Yeah, they literally was, and and we we kind of predicted that that could be the way it goes if if we got our game plan right and you know the tactics working our favour. There is a good chance that after 65, 70 minutes, Burnley will end up chasing shadows. And there was even early signs that that was going to happen in in the first half. You know, we're very unlucky in that first half in the respect where we we don't get that second goal because it's offside. But yeah. I think that's what you what you're alluding to there. Really, it was the way we just kind of controlled the ball, it was silky, it was nice, one touch, two touch passes, just knocking it off to people, trying to draw Burnley out a little bit, teasing them, saying, well, the ball's here if you want to come and press for it. And then as soon as they'd engage, it it's was like dangling a carrot and go, yeah. 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 <laughs> literally just, it was, it was literally that and just popping it around the corner. And, you know, the chances that we was creating, I think th there wasn't many where we, and you don't expect it with the low box sides where you've just got to, you can knock a ball around a corner and you're going to be through on goal and you've got the opportunity to kind of get your head down and it's one-on-one -on -one with the goalkeeper. There aren't going to be loads of those chances. You've got to find different ways and, and, and make different opportunities on the pitch. And I think we just found it all over. Everybody was able to to bring a, an extra gear, I think, today in their, in their performance. Yeah, and because of Liverpool's variety in playing, like you're saying there, the different type of options that we have, it's very hard for, for Burnley to either maintain concentration or expectation of what Liverpool are going to do next. We mentioned mm -hmm. Harvey Elliott is an unknown quantity. You probably didn't think Simicast was going to get forward as much as he did because he's not Andy Robertson, but he but, but he did. But but that's he, how we play. But that's how I mean? yeah. So he's playing in that mould because cops had the time to develop him in that. But the goal comes. The first goal comes from that. Yeah. Okay, we'll try and play some on balls over the top, which we kind of try. We try to go direct. We try to do the overlaps and stuff like that. But the ball comes from Simicast doing a, another excellent cross and his delivery has, has been spot on for every and game. Jota's movement. Yeah, and Jota's movement of going. Well, we've had these games before where we get. We get forward, we'll lash a crossing. Oh, great, it's headed out. Yeah. It's clear, there's a counter-attack on me. They, they, they score a goal into the blueprint that you can't talk about before. That's how you beat Liverpool before. But we missed Jota for so many games last season, so many months, that we didn't have that. So Bob, the Bobby's element for me isn't... Is it, my expectancy isn't him 
He doesn't make that Jota run for me. No, he doesn't. And you know, he's moving that he's talking about. But Liverpool just go, all right, we'll just cross it in instead and we'll score a goal that way. It's, a, it's a brilliant to watch. Yeah, and I, and I think that's that's important for us in terms of our playing style this season. That We've got that. And I don't say he's a, a natural striker or anything like that because he is very, he's very versatile as Jota. But in terms of he's probably in between those goal sticks, he is the guy that can find the back of the net from, you know, six yards, 10 yards, 80 yards, whatever he's it what is. He should be. Exactly, yeah. and and he's not a big imposing figure, is in, in terms of a target man. But it's his movement that makes it so good, and he can just find himself getting the ball one touch, and that's all he needs inside the box, and it can be banging it in. And we need they're the ones that put other teams on the back foot because in, in seasons gone past, that's how we've been punished. They don't have a lot of possession over teams. You don't have a, a lot of opportunities in our box. They might not have a lot of touches, but as soon as that ball lands in our box, they make the most of it and that's what punishes us. If we've got that threat ourselves now on top of the other threats that we know we've got with our front three, we're in a very strong position going forward, I think. And also, it asks the question of like, you know, we're going to this throughout the week when we're doing the build up for the Chelsea game. We're going, do you drop Jota for the next game? Because it'd be very harsh to drop him, you know, yeah. two goals, two games. He's off to a flyer. Yeah. Jota Absolutely. Um, second half, Burnley hit us early uh, with the offside. But again, I'm bringing it back to. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I think it's easy to say as fans are going well if they weren't offside then we would have been punished in that sense but that's Liverpool's game isn't it yeah. Let's, and again something we didn't see last season because we didn't play as much as the high line because we didn't have the, the personnel to do the it. personnel to kind of go and do that John Matip and Virgil van Dijk have got that down to a T okay one game it will punish someone make a run from deep that's how people beat it last time and when you're playing the likes of Chelsea it might be slightly different but they're just confident in, in what they're doing to play a high line 
that again that must be a frustration for Burnley's come we're, we're, we're trying everything we can we're trying to play yeah. long balls we're trying to run behind and nothing is working for them and the fact that they're so in sync with the goalkeeper as well because it gives them the confidence that they you know in the event that they can get caught out or they eventually will get caught out at some point there's always the the chance that Allison might bail them out of trouble yeah and they're willing to make that risk they've got enough confidence in their goalkeeper that and we see it towards the very end of the game. He stays switched on. Yeah. It's that we've beat the high line. We're in. He got one on one with the keeper. You'd fancy a striker to score, but he can't. And I think we, we don't want to rely. That's why he had the best goalkeeper in, in the world. world. Yeah. Exactly. You don't want to rely on that too much. And you know, I think there's there's times where we probably won't in certain games. You know, we'll probably be a little bit more defensively stable against some teams that we know what their threats are. The likes of the Chelsea, City. You know, you you, you tweak it as and when. But when you're trying to get something against the Burnley, what's the point in sitting deep? Why aren't we pushing those guys further up the field? You know that Joel Matip is capable of bringing that ball out from defence if, if he needs to. You know, we're about to say, Virgil van Dijk is more than capable of spraying those 60, 70 yard passes that will land to feet or land on somebody's chest. And it just starts and sparks a counter-attack for us. So if we can use our defence to turn it into an attack, I don't mind taking that little bit of a risk. Yeah. And, you know, I think you said it yourself. I asked you know in, in the stream, is it is it made you nervous them getting that opportunity? And you know if it wasn't offside, it would have been a goal. And you was just like, well, no. Hopefully, it's a bit of a, a wake up call for them. And after that, there's a period straight away where Liverpool just say, right, well, we're keeping hold of this ball now. Good yeah. luck trying to get it off us. Yeah, and again, you you brought that up in uh, before. If you know the, the game management, that's one of the things that impressed me with, with the Norwich game. I, I said the Norwich was like a complete away performance. It's almost yeah. like a European away of like, well, just do what you need to do, get the job done. Nothing fancy, nothing, nothing gunko or heavy metals before. And that was exactly the same. You know, again, moments where we're just controlling possession. We're happy to have the ball. We're not just throwing balls up for for hopeful balls. There was times where Burnley got bodies back on the line. It's not like. It's not like last season. We just lash, just lash the ball in and hope yeah. someone gets on the end of it and it's cleared and, and that, that's that's the end of that. It's like, all right then, we'll just keep hold of the ball for another five, ten minutes and you, you put the possession stats there. And it was for a five-minute period. Liverpool had 92% of the possession. Good. Dominated, yeah. yeah. You, you're dominating. You're being patient. You're controlling the, the, the play and you're mentally winding up the... The, the person that you played, and, and you could see bit, their frustrations. That's exactly. when the wrestling match but, started to come out. But if, but if you're doing that, and you're and I compare this to you know playing FIFA or PES or whatever you play at home, like I do, I, I, play, I was playing online last night, and I did exactly the same thing. of going, well, I don't need to score a goal. I'll just pass it round, and it's just foul after foul after foul, foul. You don't expect that from professional footballers. But, but, but that mentally tired because they're frustrated, you can't get the ball back. They resort to throwing Jota on the floor, throwing Simicast on the floor, leaving elbows here and there. Klopp called it like a wrestling thing, but that shows to me Liverpool is still doing their job properly mm -hmm. if that's what they have to resort to. And well, it, it's that, and then on top of that, at the end of it, you know, you said it in the stream there, you was like, we've had that 92, but we need to make a count now. Yeah. But they're the opportunities when you've got most chance of making a count because of yeah. how much pressure you've been putting them under. And it wasn't wave after wave of attack. It was just control, possession, switches of play, moving it one touch, triangles, and Burnley just didn't have the answers for it. He, he wasn't willing to press and engage. And when he, when he did, we just knock it around them. You know, the only answer that they had, and it, it was just winning us fouls every single time because he was just getting frustrated. And I think that bled into, I think the fans started to feel that in the ground as well. Well, they was getting up for it. You know, there were some standout performances in, in the middle of all that. I think Sadio Mane in that period, he's probably our closest thing to a goal threat. Yeah. And he, you know, there was a few opportunities that he had. There was, as you said there, a few clearances off the line and from the set pieces, Timakas as well, especially with his corners, they looked really threatening. Yeah. And it, 
you could almost sense it was coming, but my only apprehension was the timing for that second goal, and I don't think we could have timed it any better. No. Um, Sadio Mane is an interesting one. I want to come on to him now. Obviously, would have seen Jota, Bobby, and, and Salah all get on the score sheet last mm-hmm. week. I think he had plenty of chances there. There was moments where, again, back back to the movement where he's picking central positions up. You yeah. know, Jota plays too. He does a little twist, nice little twist turn, but I think it's blocked on one of them. But he just keeps going and, and keeps going. Again, you know, the ones that are cleared off the line, I think one of them is from him. But it's just that... Um, desire and determination to, to kind of keep going like I've got no doubt Liverpool create loads of chances I know it's hard to watch sometimes if like, we, we don't take them but one thing I always back Liverpool to do is to keep going and keep going and yeah. Sadio Mane is, is one of those yeah, players going I think someone said before half time for the stream or during that I've, I think Mane's the one that's going to come off no no mate you know we talk about like, a healthy competitiveness nailed it um Inside inside the squad, like he's gonna want to want to score. Like you've seen those lads score and go. Actually, I want to be the golden boot winner this year. I'm playing with my mates again. Who are gonna supply me properly? And if not, I'll just set them up instead. So I think you know him playing. He's one of those other players that, that plays for a crowd as well. Yeah, and that that was my point that I was about to make. Then, if the fact that he does, he thrives off that playing for a crowd. So you know when things aren't particularly going his way. They can appreciate the runs he makes. They can appreciate the moments and the nearly chances for him. And, you know, the crowd will be kicking themselves saying, oh, that should have been the one that he scored. And it, sometimes it's, it's it's a beauty when you, you've got two, three easy chances and you scuff them or you don't quite get enough power. But then the goal that he does score, I mean, even if we just break that down, the, the play from the back to the front oh, is yeah. phenomenal. Do you know I, I just mean? watched the back on BC Sport. It's going to be worth watching match of the day for the second week on the run. Yeah. But the, you're right, that Derek Hall was exceptional, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, is like going from... Virgil van Dijk, he sprays it out. Harvey Elliott, cool as you like, just takes it down on his chest, two touches, brings it down, feeds it straight into Trent. Trent first time ball round the corner. I know he tried it in the first half yeah. and it almost comes off, but it was almost like for like. And the, the beauty of it is, Mane there with a full crowd there, the pressure, keeping his eyes on the ball. He's got a little bit more space than he did in the first half, yeah. and he just—it's—it's it's an easy chance in that first one as well with two defenders either side of him, and yeah. the one that comes off his shin, uh, exceptional goal. Um, I will come on to uh, to, to Trent in a second, but I just want to say uh, thank you very much to Aaron Carroll Moran, um, who for fifteen euro super chat says wasn't able to watch the game, but thanks to you guys, I was entertained. Keep up the great work. Bought the hender, but yesterday I can't wait. You can have walk on Justice for ninety-seven. Thank you so much uh, for your support on all fronts. There, I hope you enjoy the book. Thank you for listening and watching to the stream. Um, I've, I've felt I love today. I know it's, it's been, been, re- been really nice. I'm looking forward to this uh, season. Mate. Keith Hibbert, who's just joined as a um, first team member, says Errol is proper scouse. Um, Joel uh, family says love. We love to watch along with Ross and Errol. Great job, lads. Paul and Chris and the two Redmen looking like LFC, a first class side uh, with an equally high class bench. Keep it up. Thank you very, very <laughs> yes. much. Uh, and again, he says after the first two games, looking like a great squad. You only get these sense that are still improving. That's what I'll come on to in a second. Look, looks like a promising season. Uh, and Charlie the Red with the five pounds, which has a great win, great watch along. What do you guys think about Dice's? Uh, um, disc beard. Um, I'll come on to come on to Sean Dyson in a second. But one thing I do want to kind of drive home, Errol, is, and I said this, I, I have said this quite a lot, but been last season and forget about it because it's done now. That that isn't it was a freak that's, season. Last season freak was not nature. Liverpool for no. me, but also I'm taking encouragement. And again, I have to caveat it with it's only Burnley, it's only Norwich, but. The variety in play that Liverpool have got, the options that we've got of the ones that have just played the game and the ones that are on the bench. Some of the ones that aren't even on the bench, by the way, because we used, what, Thiago Gomez and Bobby for 10 minutes or less in that game. Then we still had, what, Canarsi on the bench, Andrew Robertson on the bench. You've got Fabinho, who's not there. Oxlade-Chamberlain, who's not there. Curtis Jones, who never took any part in this game. Liverpool have strength and depth. I'm not saying we don't need to buy anyone before anyone starts. Yeah. Not exactly not what I'm saying. But 
the start of the season, and the comment made me think there, if you know, going forward from what Liverpool have got, we've got Chelsea, then there's international break. Yes, it's a long ride. Yes, there's still 36 games to kind of go, plus what are other competitions. If Liverpool's team is managed properly, and I've got no doubt that it will, and there's options stay alive, last season will not happen again with the range record, because it's a freak for Liverpool. It can't happen twice. It's a, freak, it's a freak for any side. But... We have to take encouragement from these these games in the way that we're playing. I, I, I'll repeat it again. This is the Liverpool that I recognise. This yeah. isn't Liverpool last season. This is the Liverpool side that won the league. Plus Thiago in there. Plus Harvey Elliott. Plus Naby Keita. I'll throw in there because he's we're fit at the minute. And Matters fit. Like yeah. you, you know, look at the way we finished the season last season. We finished it strong. That's an indication of the mentality that you're going to go into next season. Do you know what I mean? They knew they had kind of. They didn't down tools and give up on themselves. So from that perspective, it was like, right, we're we're in a we're in the best headspace to go again. It's like when you you know you you you're trying to diet and cut out all the sugary drinks. So you're like, you know what, Liverpool is Coca Cola. You know what I mean? Proper proper Coke. That's what we are. You drink it, it's lovely, it's nice, and then you decide, do you know what? For a year, I'm just gonna go on Coke Zero and not have any any sugar in, in my drinks, and it's useless. You think you're going to lose weight in that year miraculously, and you realise it doesn't make any difference. So the following season, you go... I feel like you're trying to tell me something here. No, 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 no. You don't be dead in the eye when you said that. It won't make a difference, Ross. Give it up. All right. No, but it, it is. Now we're back on, on, on yeah. the coke. All the sugars in the team again. The, the, the bouncing off the walls. The fans are in the stadiums. It just It's that part of that feel-good factor that, like... It's that David Brent thing of just... It's all it's all coming it's together. All coming just, together. Just before we go, actually, do you think there's an element of last season helping spur the side on after you know yeah, I, I compared it to, to, to Kiev to the season we missed out by Lee by a point of listen, lads, we were all we all went through it last was a season huge together. Kick in the teeth. Let's fucking go again. Yeah, a huge and I think what makes it even more special in that respect is, you know, we've had that the Kiev moment when it was not necessarily one person that let us down, even though it was it, and you've got to pick them up as a team because that's what you do, yeah. it's a team sports. Last season, everybody had moments where they had stinkers in parts. Yeah. So everybody feels the onus on themselves. You know, they're not no fault of Edge Van Dyke being injured for as long as he was, but he felt that he's let aside now by just not being his body not being ready and being able to get in the game. You know, catered the same. You know, there should have been moments that I should have been called upon, and I wasn't because I wasn't yeah. ready. Simakas again feeling as though. You know, if this season was a normal season, I would have had more chances, but you couldn't just throw me in with the way that the back line was chopping changed on a speed dating tip last year. Like, it just, <laughs> it, was, it, just, yeah. it just couldn't happen. So this season, I feel like everybody is mentally in a place where they feel as though this is the best chance to relive that form that like that drivels to the heights that we did. You know, however, mate, 198 points over two seasons or something like that. Like, we've got serious a serious ceiling and this Liverpool side are just getting started. Yeah, there you have it. We're going to win the league. Be there first, aren't we? Well, uh, just quickly, just very, very quickly, because people are asking about Sean Dyche and some of his comments. Like, I quite like the guy. Um, I'm frustrated with the way that Burnley played and he did annoy me today, but again, that's a result of like, the, the what that's all they had. You know, when he's, when he's almost like holding a child out with their arm's length and try, trying to punch you. Liverpool's going, now. we're not having that. Um, Klopp's thing after the, the game was like, oh, we'd like that, those tackles. We're going to watch wrestling. Yeah. I thought it was absolutely excellent from Jurgen Klopp. But, you know, he's, he's saying there's a penalty, but it's clutching at straws for me. Uh, well, you know, they're he, outclassed today. Yeah, he was, he was. He was played off the park. And let's be honest, if if, if you're going to play two games of the season and you're going to start referees in, in the Premier League are going to start giving penalties for fair challenges, 50-50 shoulder barges, you know, you may as well just call the season a day now because you're just going to have to give penalties for everything. The whole point of this revised, you know, tackle rule is to 
let the play go a little bit more and don't let just any contact turn into a foul. It shouldn't. It's a, it's a contact sport. Yeah. And it's kind of ironic that a guy who relies on his team being so physical would then moan at a, a yeah. shoulder barge for a penalty. But, you know... It, it That's is a very good is. point, yeah. Um, it's quite nice that we've had the, so far another game of football. We're not here talking about the VAR controversy and all that stuff, so let's hope the game does slow. Uh, thank you very much for listening and for watching throughout the whole of the streams today. I'm, I'm not joking, actually. It really does mean a lot when we when we feel the love of you and loads of you have done so far in the comments, whether it's been Super Chats, liking the stream, or all the comments of enjoy, enjoying me and Errol. Um, we're going to be back next Saturday, myself and Errol. We're going to do the Chelsea game as well, so if you enjoyed today... Um, I know a lot of this heavily relies on Liverpool playing good football and winning games. Um, but also, if you want more of me and Errol, we'll be back next Saturday. Um, we're going to do all the post-match content live. Watch along for the Chelsea game as well. Uh, but, of course, we do have all the um, content on the RedmanTV.com coming this week as well. We've got the final word on Monday. We've got the Ran League on Monday. We've got Reds News Roundup. Um, we've got loads more content coming. So, if you want more of the Redmen TV, um, go over to RedmenTV.com and go and get yourself signed up. If you want to sign up as a club legend, we have an absolute belter of a competition coming up. Those of you who haven't bought the book, you can win the book. You can win the DVD, you can win a poster, you can win a mug, you can win a t-shirt, all in a nice little Hendo 10 box. Um, there's a little advert here we're going to play out on, but thank you so much for your love and support today. It does mean a lot, and we'll see you soon. ta Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.